0: ABC News Radio Entertainment Correspondent David Blaustein, and I am sitting next to one of the greatest—I said—one of the greatest rappers in the Ooh. entire world, and Ooh. certainly in this room. Method Man, how you doing? I'm all right, Dave. How are you, brother? I'm fine. Thank you for asking. You know, I'm on YouTube today, and I'm watching this video—the <laughs> mm-hmm. Sour Patch Kids video. Very funny method, man.
1: Oh yeah, I had a blast doing it the South Patch. The SPK people came at me for people that don't know SPK South Patch kids. Y'all got all that LOL, LMAO. Okay, SPK South Patch kids people. Uh when they presented it, you know, South Patch Kids is one of my favorite candies of all time, so, you know, I jumped at the chance to work with the little guys.
0: Now, did you write the did you write all the lyrics?
1: Yes, of course. Yes, sir. The Be- beat was done by a local called Mike Check from Staten Island. Yeah, so it's hilarious yeah thank you thank you thank you
0: I can't sit here and say it's your best work because it's so funny and sometimes because <laughs> it's it's funny that it takes away from the seriousness even though a lot of your rhymes are funny but this is really exceptional and one of my favorite parts of it your shout out to ODB yes sir yes sir and your shout out to ODB is great because it's for Sour Patch Kids and ODB, as we all know, once got up on stage and said, Wu-Tang is for the children. children yes.
1: <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Oh, Dirty, man. He's, that that
0: will forever go down in infamy.
1: Grammys. If you had not seen it, Google it.
0: Were you keeping that in mind when you wrote that lyric?
1: Um, I always keep Dirty in mind since his passing. So whenever I get a chance to throw his name in anything, I do it.
0: I just want to recite the line. You'll <laughs> forgive me. I'm sure it's going to sound okay. terrible when I do it. <laughs> This is Thug Vision in 3D, and these kids ain't worried. They play dirty like they're ODB. Yes. (laughs) I was in front of my computer, and I went like this. Oh! (laughs) I wish I could have seen the visual of that just now. It was hot. You did, see, you did think that visual was hot. Yeah, that was hot. But this is a very, very, this is a very playful song. And it's just a very clever bit of marketing. We're seeing more yeah. and more of this. And I'm sure this isn't the first time you've been approached to market something like this. But maybe on the scale where you're doing an entire rap yeah. based on a product.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is a, this is a definitely a first with the exception of maybe St. Ives, which is, yeah, who knows? Any, everybody did that. But this here, I I, I felt like um, the campaign was right up my alley because when they first approached me, I'm like, well, it's, it's candy. I mean, what do you guys expect me to do? No, no, no. We want you to be you. Keep it hardcore. Keep the edge because that's what the candy's about now. It's sweet, but they're sour. You know, so, you know, they're they're sour, but they're sweet little dudes at the same time. So it's like if you were a Sour Patch Kid and, and you were in this pack and your whole goal is to be eaten and some klutz, you know, spills the Sour Patch Kids all over the place. Now your goal is basically null and void because you can't get eaten now. You're a statistic. So what would a Sour Patch Kid do in that situation if he came to life? He would be pissed and cause all kind of anarchy and trouble. So that's basically what this campaign is about. I'm pretty sure you guys have seen the commercials. The commercials are really edgy, if you ask me.
0: I don't know about the commercials, because I don't watch a lot. I don't watch commercials. <laughs> yeah, okay. I'm, listen, I'm an entertainment correspondent. I okay, DVR yeah. everything, I get it yeah. all on DVD, I mm-hmm. click on a link, I watch things. I do not do commercials, I so if I you. see a commercial, even when I'm watching football, I walk out of the room, I and don't watch do commercials. go do I feel you. Yeah. I'm, I'm DVRing everything, no offense, but this video is—it's so endear. It might be the most endearing rap video in in the history of rap videos. I can't think of what because it's look. I'm gonna. I, I feel embarrassed that I'm saying this to you, Method Man. You're okay. obviously extremely hardcore. I've been listening to you for years. I worked okay. out to the Blackout album on a regular basis. Nice, but that it's it's just it's cute. I I
1: agree. I
0: agree. I I have to say and I don't
1: usually you can't put meth and cute in the same sentence, but I have to agree with you on that one right there. Yes, sir. I'm beginning to feel like an
0: infomercial for for this video, but to see Sour Patch, because we didn't describe even what happens in this video. The Sour Patch kids come to life. You're hanging out with your boys. One of your Uh boys opens up the set and and it so often happens. I even showed the video to someone and she knew what was going to happen. She's like, oh, that package is going to explode and it explodes all over the place. That was a bad double entendre, by the way. <laughs> uh, anyway, so the Sour Patch Kids are all over the place. They come to life, and then yeah. they really do wreak havoc.
1: Yeah, they wreak havoc all over the apartment, uh, in the studio. Honestly, if you guys really want to check this out, Facebook.com backslash Sour Patch Kids will inform you on everything that's going on right now. These kids are rude.
0: And by the way, it's called World Gone Sour, World gone The sour. Lost Kids.
1: Yes, The Lost Kids. World Gone Sour, The Lost Kids. Right now, um, YouTube is like, I think over 100,000 views. That's that's crazy. That's good right there.
0: When I first played it, it was at 51,000. Then I played it about five minutes later and it was at 61,000. Nice. So this is blowing up. What if this becomes the biggest thing you've ever done?
1: <laughs> well, you know what? I think if it does, then me and uh, the SPK people will be doing a lot more work
0: together. Yes. I could I, I could see that I could All see right. that And uh, things are going Very well for you Now you have another Album coming out
1: uh, The album yes I'm working on it now Crystal Meth Is just a play on words I've never done Any kind of Crystal anything And it's just You know Basically a, a metaphor For if you get this album You're gonna be It's so dope But you're gonna want more
0: Now Crystal Meth Is That's actually a big thing In the culture right now Do you watch Breaking Bad Yes I do Greatest show on TV Greatest
1: show on TV With the exception of Baby Dexter and uh Boardwalk Empire, but that's but, uh, exactly
0: that's those are the only shows that I watch with my mm-hmm, wife. By
1: until the way. Uh, Mad Men comes back on, I watch that also. Great uh, she show. watches
0: that too. Maybe ah. you should be watching. Things. <laughs> Stay away from my wife. No. Uh, you also have a U.S. tour coming up. Yeah. Tell me
1: about that. Uh, The tour is the Smoke Club tour. It has a big crit. Uh, I forgot the other guy's name, but uh, Currency also from New Orleans, and he's blowing up right now. Um, I'm looking forward to going out there with the young guys. You know, maybe I can learn something. Maybe teach them a few things here and there. You know, it's all good. I'm sure they must be thrilled to be going out on tour with you. I don't know. I, I think that you know, all of us are just thrilled to be doing
0: anything for the betterment of hip hop. Period. Oh, that was nice. That was nice. I'll use that as a (laughs) soundbite. And I'll send it out to I'll send it out to the people. I guess I that's love what this I do. Guy. Where have you been that's all my I, life, Dave? I, I don't know, but you're welcome to come back anytime you want. Yeah, want to be here? Tell me about the state of hip hop right now. a lot of people ask you that question. But what is the state of hip hop? You hear so many things. Yeah. It's not the same. Yeah. It's not the same as it used to be. It's not as hardcore as it used to be. Yeah. It's very commercial now. How do you feel?
1: Well, back in the '90s, when we first came out, you had guys that were, you know, big in the '80s and '70s, saying the same thing. Um, I think that this music. The way it is, the beauty of music is it's always changing, and it appeals to not just one person but to the masses, and hip-hop is going through its metamorphosis. I mean, for every five people that say they don't like it, there's ten that do. So, I mean, you weigh the odds. My my personal opinion is I think it could be better. Uh, I think the marketing could be better. I think that um, the way we're perceived could be a whole hell of a lot better, but we have to blame ourselves for some of that.
0: Well, you hit on something interesting and I don't know, did you see the Woody Allen movie Midnight in Paris? I don't know no. if Woody Allen's your no, thing. I, I don't Would you really. ever see a Woody Allen movie? I can't
1: understand Woody Allen at all. <laughs> the last Woody Allen movie I recall is Sleepers, I believe, something like that. Sleep, yeah, I think that was sleep. made in 1976 yeah,
0: like or that. 75 yeah. like that, but Midnight in Paris, which is one of Woody Allen's better movies, makes that exact same point that you were making early on, is that you're just never no matter what generation you're in, mm-hmm. you're not satisfied. Yeah. I mean, when you get older, you think the way they used to do it was a better, better. Yeah. Was yeah better time for sure but really when you were doing it in the 90s I mean that was the heyday was there anything better than Biggie and Tupac and Wu-Tang
1: um at that point in time what was so what the beauty of that was nobody was really focused on fashion nobody was really focused on jewelry cars and you know like uh like the other day uh I run into a kid nowadays you run into kids and you tell them you're a rapper they uh say well where's your house where's your car Back in the days it was, okay, well, if you're a rapper, spit around for me. It's not about that anymore. Now it's more of an image, got a bunch of fashionistas. But don't get me wrong, there are some guys out there that are really spitting. They're just not in the forefront to be heard just yet.
0: That happens a lot. Yeah, I think does. that happens with every genre yeah, yeah, of music. Yeah. Hell yeah. You even see that in, in acting. You see the actors that you don't really know about, but they're they're, they're acting a, better than anybody else. Out of nowhere.
1: Yeah, yeah. And uh for for instance, um Sophia Vergata. I did a movie with her, Soul Plane, before she uh, blew up. Now she's just out of here with I'm so proud of her. So proud of her. Yeah, you know, those people that are under the radar, next thing you know, they're up here. We need more of those. Because if we have the right people speaking for us, like when we had Chuck D, there was nothing hip-hop couldn't do because Chuck D basically validated the music to a whole you know, different audience that basically was like, oh, that ain't nothing but noise, and they're talking misogynistic crap, and this that. Chuck basically taught me who Marcus Garvey was, who, uh, you know, Malcolm X and all these people who, in school, we never even knew who they were because we never learned about them. And and, in school, Black History Month starts with slavery, and by the 28th, depending on leap year, it ends with slavery. So, hey, kudos. We need more of those guys out there. Not a a bunch of them, but more of those guys out there. Basically, you know, keep the music, you know, the reason, give them a reason to televise the rap category
0: at the Grammys. I want to go back to something that you just said before. How could you improve the image of rappers?
1: Um... I don't know. I mean, you can't you can't water it down. I mean, it's, it's the hood, and in order to find the the rawest rappers, you got to go into these hoods to find them. So I don't I don't know. I mean, that's where Redman had the greatest thing. He said maybe they should have different categories for hip hop music: adult, contemporary, you know, and you know, hip hop and rap, so that the older generation can. Validate what the younger generation is doing especially when we're under that microscope so much you know and 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 we can Shed light on why it's this way or why do we have these kind of thoughts and things of that nature? You know
0: that is a great idea hip-hop is so expansive I could easily see it breaking. I could easily see breaking it down into those sub genres you gave me a better opportunity to segue into this before so this is going to be a little incongruous, but you're talking about acting, and you are doing a lot of acting. Yeah. You have a couple of movies coming out. You're going to be in, a, what is it, Babysitter with Jonah Hill? Yeah, The Sitter with Jonah the Hill. The Sitter, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. should know that. I am the movie critic for him this radio. He's great. He's great, too. I didn't Wait, know is that. It yeah. the, is it the chubby Jonah Hill, or is it the skinny
1: Jonah Hill? He's the, He was still a little chubby. He was in the midst of losing it, though. You could tell. You could tell. And him, I mean, like now, doing that movie with him and seeing how they go on these long rants, you know, off page— I learned so much, but now when I watch a Will Ferrell movie, it's spoiled for me because I know for a fact that this guy just goes off on a tangent that just never ends, you know? So I'm thinking, like, I wonder how much film they, you know, ran through just on that scene alone. Yeah, yeah. I learned a lot. Sam Rockwell, brilliant. Uh, who's the other guy? Oh, J.B. Smooth, another guy, you know, from Curb Your Enthusiasm. Great, great. So, I mean, I'm, I'm loving it right now. I'm loving it. Also, Red Tails with... uh produced by George Lucas, uh, directed by Anthony Hemingway, who used to be an AD on The Wire. So I'm thinking, you know, that's why we have, like, two or three guys from The Wire in the movie. Yeah! And and that's basically the story of the Tuskegee Airmen, which is what I'm really looking forward to. They're going to drop that, Martin Luther King Jr.'s birthday. So that should be really heavy right there.
0: How has your approach to acting changed over the years? I'm imagining when you first got into it, in the 90s, you were probably a little superficial about it, but mm-hmm. I can tell you're taking it much more seriously now. Well,
1: now, the way I approach it is, well, I don't just show up on time and know my lines. I actually show up, so to speak, meaning like uh, I'm ready to play, you know. It's like it goes beyond acting now. Now, for me, it's just translation, you know, and I'm learning. It's like on-the-job um, learning experience every time I, I walk on a set with some of the veterans and, you know, some of the new and up-and-coming cats that are coming up. And it's, I wish everyone had the opportunity to either
0: be on television or in a movie just to have that experience because it's wonderful. The final thing I want to talk to you about is family. I know we were talking mm-hmm. beforehand. You are a very proud dad. You have mm-hmm. two sons. You have a daughter. And they're all in high school right now?
1: yeah well my youngest he's uh he's actually in grade school still but my two oldest they're in high school right now yeah i have more kids than that but yeah
0: and uh, they're all out on staten island where you grew up mm-hmm. yeah. we don't have to mention the name of the schools that they go to
1: curtis high school go warriors <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's you know it's fun. i live in new rochelle and i was just reading that rule yes yeah but but here's the thing about new rochelle I just read that Diddy sends his son to a private prep school there, and he's playing football, and it turns out that he is one of the most uh, touted prospects in the country. But it's interesting because it's Diddy— and it's a prep school in the suburbs, <laughs> and here you are, and you're sending your son to, public. L- to a public high public school in high Staten school. Island. Yes, that's yes. the difference between you and Diddy. Yeah, I guess, I guess, <laughs> you know,
1: but Diddy money way longer than mine. Don't get it twisted. <laughs> but I, but usually but with my kids, I gave them the choice of uh, whether they wanted to go that route or. And my son, he wanted to go to Curtis. That, that was his dream since sixth grade. You know, all his friends went there, so yeah, go ahead, try it out, don't he? Plus, I mean, honestly, you get out what you put in in public school, I believe.
0: You know? But how does being a dad and, and does your kids, do they affect the decisions that you make uh, in your entertainment career? Yes. Now I make a lot less, well, it's, it's fewer
1: references, you know what I'm talking about? Um, because it's, it's, you can't be an active member of your community and every time someone does their due diligence, first thing pops up is a marijuana plant. You know what I mean? So I'm uh, more discretion. I use a little bit more discretion with that. Plus it was never that out of hand anyway. It was all an image from the jump. So um you know, yeah, it changes the way I think about things. I instead of buying that uh that car, I'm buying school clothes and books, you know, that's why my priorities are definitely in order now. Kids definitely do that to you. But they also make you feel dated. Big time. And, I and, and, and you know, in this business, you can't feel dated. You got to, you know, stay fresh, stay fresh. And But I love every moment of it. I love being a dad,
0: and I love my kids. Give me an example of how they made you feel dated.
1: <sighs> the music they listen to and some of the slang words that they use. I, I'm lost. I don't get the OD thing. Like, it's just OD, funny pop. Huh? What does that mean? What is, what's OD? I, I get an idea
0: of what it is, but it just doesn't sound right. You know? I don't know. I don't know. Sounds, Sounds like some things that you should be incorporating into some of you. your right. Yeah, 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 you're uh, right. Method Man, what a pleasure. The legendary Method Man. You can check him out in the video for World Gone Sour, The Lost Kids. Mm. He's got movies coming out. He's got a tour coming out. Thank you so much for Thank being you, here. Thank you, Dave.
1: Thanks for having me. Shout out to Whoopi Goldberg. I just love you, girl.
0: <laughs> for ABC News Radio and abcnewsradioonline.com, I'm David Blaustein.